Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. It's so empowering for women to hear about other women and their accomplishments. If you're going through any of life's transitions, this program is for you. Joyce is president and founder of Joy After Divorce, a one-on-one coaching practice that helps women rebuild and redesign their lives after divorce. As a certified coach, she's had extensive training, including mentoring and training by Jack Canfield of the Chicken Soup Book Series. Joyce is also a member of Leadership Texas. On today's program, Joyce and her guests will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host and coach, Joyce Buford. Good morning. Great to be here with you all. I've been kind of visiting and off for the last two weeks, and I've dearly missed communicating with each of you. And so today I'm excited that our guest is one that you are going to be thrilled about what she offers and tells you about. Then that is the Life Vision Coach. But let me remind you that this program is for women in transition, that there are times in our lives that we go through mm, changes, maybe planned, maybe not planned. But they certainly stop us in our tracks and sometimes slow us down from moving forward. But it just takes listening to someone who has got a message like Anne has, who is visiting with us today, to move us forward, to give us opportunity, to open our eyes, to let us know there's more and more out there for us to help us grow. So, as I introduce Anne, some information about her, I'd like for you to get your cup of coffee, find your favorite chair, settle back, because you're going to really enjoy meeting Anne this morning. I first met Anne, oh, I think it's four or five years ago through another program that I was visiting. And at that time, she had already been coaching for 20 years and had been coaching Life Vision as a Life Vision coach. Now, I was so drawn to her presentation that I studied with her and loved what I learned. She herself started her own career in 1989, where she was um, mentored by Leo Weirdner, and he had been a former student of Napoleon Hill, which we have mentioned on other shows. But Anne's coaching is about reinventing yourself, and many times that's a radical change, and it's achieving what you once thought was impossible. I loved working with Anne because she's very personal. Her family life is a mother of five. Her, she and her husband have five children, and they live in Utah. And another thing that I'm very familiar with is homeschooling, which she did for 12 years with her children. So, Anne, I give you a big hooray for that. I think it takes great organization and great support to do that for your children. I was also very impressed reading her bio, which talked about her creating a gourmet food business and selling that business. Um, 
which had really some impressive people uh, uh, selling your your products, such as Nordstrom's and Cracker Barrel. So that was very interesting to me. And then also, Anne is balanced in that she loves exercise. She's an outdoor woman and loves doing triathlons and other very aggressive sports. So uh, as a mother of five, I think that would be very a good thing to do, Anne, because that keeps those kids moving forward, building their lives. But anyway, I'm just delighted that Anne was able to be part of our show tonight because today because she offers such a great story to us of change and how to create our lives through her ideal vision. So welcome. welcome. Well, thank you. Thank you, yes. Joyce. It's great to be here. I always love talking with people that we you know, that have synergy. I mean, this is a great thing. Um, what you're doing and how Life Vision, you know, can help reinvent, I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about. Yes, we will. Well, I, I, you know, I, I know that when I went through the program, I mean, I loved every minute of it in building that dream and that vision. But how did you start in this direction with your life and how were you drawn to coaching? Yeah, well, I kind of have a little bit of an interesting story. It actually was clear back in 1988, so a really long time ago. And at that time, you know, my husband and I were just getting out of graduate school. Mm. And he went to, you know, a, an Ivy League school, which honestly, the only reason I say that is it just means that you have incredibly high student loans that you now have to pay off. And he took this entry-level position in Washington, D.C., which at that time was the most expensive city in the country, and all of that on an entry-level salary, which I've come to learn is, you know, we'll just pay you peanuts when they tell you run when you hear entry-level salary. Right. So needless to say, things were pretty horrible for us financially. And and just to back up a little bit, I mean, I still laugh at this, because when I married my husband, he basically said this. If Anne, if you'll just put me through six years of college, I promise when we get out, we will be rich and you will never have to work another day in your life. <laughs> well, what a proposal. Uh, yeah, I guess my first mistake was I believed him. <laughs> well, we but all anyway, do. yeah, so with those things, I mean, it just... You know, I mean, we went through years of never being able to go on a date. You know, instead we, I mean, date night for us was let's just have people come over and we'll play cards because heaven knows we couldn't afford to go to a movie or go out to dinner because we couldn't afford it. But all this financial, I mean, trouble just kind of came to a head this, this one particular evening we invited a bunch of friends over and to play cards you know for date night basically and I made some brownies and put out a pitcher of ice water for for you know a treat and but that night our friends decided they didn't want you know brownie or water with their brownies they wanted milk and so they just went into my kitchen and they helped themselves to an opened a brand new gallon of milk and passed it around and poured another cup and passed it around. And ultimately, they threw that brand-new gallon into the trash can because they drank it all. And when they left, I literally burst into tears because I knew we didn't have enough money 
We didn't have the dollar twenty-five, which is what it cost to buy another gallon of milk back in those days. Right. You know, and it's one thing when you and your hubby have to put, you know, water on your cold cereal, but it's a right. completely different thing. You know, when your two little babies cry because you had to put water in their bottle and because the milk was gone. So you so, had babies at that time. Yeah, oh my gosh! Yeah, we, oh my at gosh. that point, we were about seven years into marriage, and we had mm -hmm. a three-year-old and a, and a newborn. And literally, we yep. were we were rock bottom financially. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so things had to change, and <clears throat> so I decided to start an at-home business because having put my husband through six years of college, I just wanted to be home with these kids, these two little right. girls. So mm -hmm. I started a business. And let me just say, I wasn't such a very good businesswoman back in the day because I went in the hole on my first business. And then oh. I started another one and another yeah. one and another one and another one, five businesses, and I either went in the hole, broke even, and I think my very best one, I made $200 total. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was like, okay, I'm not really adding much to the family finances here, yeah, but this but kind of where my story starts is my dad called me and he said, look, I know you guys are in trouble financially, and I know you can't afford to come home for Christmas, you know, so I'm going to send you money for airline tickets because I have two things that I cannot wait to tell you about. And I'm like, oh. well, just tell me. I mean, I was intrigued. I'm like, just yeah. tell me. And he's like, no. No, you got to come home, and I got to kind of show you. So uh -huh. I, we went home for the holidays. Of course, he paid, um, and he came when when we got there. I'm like, okay, spill it. What are these two ideas? And he goes <laughs> in the other room, and he comes back with this really cute little <laughs> Christmas plaid bag, and he says, "This is your mom's waffle." Now, I don't know how many of you out there know what waffle is, but it's a Christmas <laughs> cider, and my uh -huh. mom made had this recipe of tang and lemonade, and it was a powdered mix, and we always had it during the holidays. Uh -huh. Well, my dad told me that this neighbor of mine had packaged it like this, had sold my mom's waffle at craft shows, <coughs> and the month previous had made $30,000. Oh, my gosh. Really? I know. I mean, that's more than we made in an entire year, and she made it using my mom's wassail recipe in one month. And so my dad was excited to tell me because he knew of my business failures. And yeah. he's like, look, you know, and, and so, so anyway, he just, we started talking about it, and he's like, they're in California, you're on the East Coast, I think you should do this. I mean, they didn't even ask if they could borrow our recipe. You right. should do this. Yeah. So I got pretty excited about my sixth business. Obviously, this one had a good track record. <laughs> well, at the same time, in the same conversation, my dad said, okay, here's the other idea. And he told me how he had hired this guy named Leo Widener, who was a student of Napoleon Hill, who had, who had written, who had, he had hired to coach him. Now, mm -hmm. coaching, when he said coaching again, back in the 80s, I had honestly never heard that term. Right. So, you know, I mean, he. so he had to explain it to me because when he said he hired a coach, literally, I'm like, Dad, seriously, you're way too old to play sports. <laughs> you know, and he's like, no, 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 not that kind of a coach. And he went on to tell me how he had hired this guy. And he said, and in the last 18 months, I quadrupled my income. I paid my house off and I bought a Cadillac cash. 
Oh, my word. And, well, that he, and, and of course, again, that's getting my attention, too. And then he bottom-lined it, and he said, look, this business idea that I just talked to you about and this goal-setting technique that I'm going to share with you, I think if, I think you can get something going for yourself financially. So yeah. he handed me the book, and he said, just okay. do what it says. Excuse me for interrupting, but we're just about 30 minutes out of a break, so I don't want to get into that story. Oh, okay. <laughs> I want to get okay. it in entirety. So, but how exciting that he uh, that he had he had worked with a coach. So that's yeah. that's really yeah. impressive that he had done that back and back in the day when you know coaches were, of course, football coaches. Right, we'll be back, be back shortly. Yeah. We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break. In the annals of recorded history, there has never been anything that can compare to home movies. But now in this modern era, where do you turn for the best information? Right here. It's the Home Movie Legacy Project, hosted by Rhonda Vigent. Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Learn how to organize, digitize, share on social media, use as genealogy research, repurpose, or even monetize found footage. Discover ways to find films about your own family that you didn't even know existed. Or create a documentary that can use the power of home movies to deliver a message that can impact the lives of many. For more on Rhonda and the show, go to our website, HomeMovieLegacy.com. Then be here as the journey continues with the Home Movie Legacy Project with Rhonda Vigent. Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome to The Quip with Miriam Nicole Huffman, a modern woman's guide to styling her faith, family, and finances. The online radio show dedicated to today's positive, purpose-driven woman who's ready to heal her heart, her head, and her household by realigning with what she values most. If your highest values are faith, family, finances, and freedom, you're in the right place. Host Miriam Nicole Huffman is a woman on a mission. Her mess to success journey has taken her from life as an upper-middle-class stay-at-home mom to a broke single mom to living a life of joy and wholeness as she builds a thriving business while raising her healthy, happy family. Every week on The Quip, Miriam Nicole shares her love, life, legal, and lifestyle success secrets. Whether it's wisdom you're seeking, inspiration and motivation from someone who's hit rock bottom and risen to success, or you want to know how to fully align your faith, family, and finances to create more freedom for yourself, you're Excellent hands with Miriam Nicole. Check out past shows by clicking on the podcast player to the right or check our recent guests in the blog below. Got a question for Miriam Nicole? Want to be a guest on her show? Email us at thequip at miriamnicolehuffman.com and join us every Thursday at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. 
now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. We are talking today with Ann Webb, a who is a life vision coach, and she was just telling us the most fabulous story about how she began and was connected with her work that she now does. So, Anne, would you like to continue? You've gone home for Christmas, and right. Dad has this information for you. Right. So my dad, you know, he told me what had happened with him. He gave me this business idea, mm-hmm. and then he handed me a booklet, and he said, just go ahead and do this. So I read the booklet, and it said, write your goals first person, present tense, as if they had already happened. Okay, now that, that's kind of mainstream now, but 25 years ago, that was psychotic. Like, why would you write your goals as if they had already happened if they hadn't? And so, I, you know, I was a little bit taken back by this. Affirmations were brand new back then, you know, and so I was like, hmm. So, but I did it. I sat down at a typewriter. Heaven knows we couldn't afford a computer. They were new. They were expensive. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I sat down and I typed something that went like this. I have a waffle business. By December 31st, 1989, I make $20,000 selling 6,000 bags of wassail at six craft shows. And every Monday, <laughs> Wednesday, and Friday from 1 to 3 in the afternoon, I make the necessary phone calls and accomplish the tasks that I need to. And it feels incredible to be on top of things financially. Okay, so I typed something like that, mm-hmm. and then the book said, okay, now do it in all areas of your life. So I sat down, and I wrote another, you know, half a page on spiritual or relationships, health and fitness, personal development, all the other areas. And when I was done, it was the whole thing typed was maybe a page and a half. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought it was really strange. I remember going, well, that was weird. But, you know, it <laughs> But I did it anyway. So Mm -hmm. then I thought that was it. I thought that's all my dad did to quadruple his income. But no, Mm -hmm. he called me the next day and he said, well, did you record it? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he said, part two. Didn't you read in the book part two? So I found the book and I flipped it over. Oh, there it was. It was like one page. I missed it. And part two simply said this. Now record it in your own voice on a cassette tape recorder with Baroque music playing in the background. (laughs) How interesting. I know. You can imagine if I thought part one was weird, uh, what I thought about (laughs) part two. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, I was like frisbeed that book straight into the trash can, and I thought, heck no, I am not doing that. But either we were... The bill collectors were calling. My kids were still hungry. I don't know what it was, but I'm like, okay, right. I'm going to do it. So I went to the library to go check out some Baroque music and a tape recorder, um, came home, grabbed my kids' Fisher-Price tape recorder, went into my bedroom to record my first ever life vision. Yeah. So as I'm reading this, I want you to try and visualize this. I'm reading it off my type page There's a cassette player with Baroque music playing in the background. Mm -hmm. I'm reading it into my kid's Fisher-Price tape recorder, feeling really (laughs) silly. And I'm about one minute into it when my two little girls come running in the room, you know, screaming, Mom, she's hitting me, and they're fighting and yelling. And and now now this 
all this noise is on my recording. Yes. That's not going to be good. So I have to start over, mm-hmm. rewind the tapes, put them in front of excuse me, Sesame Street, and start over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I have to tell you, it's one of, you know, the next thing it was, and I, I locked the door this time, but next yeah. it was the kids pounding on the door, let us in, let us <laughs> in. <laughs> and I have to just say that, you know, it was one of those days anything that could go wrong did go wrong because, again, the noise from the kids, the phone ringing, the tape breaking, it took me three hours to create that 10-minute tape. Oh, my goodness. So finally, you know, I got it done, and I, uh-huh. I know the point. I'm supposed to listen to it every day. That's yes. what you do. Right. I mean, that's why I made the tape, and so I start listening to it. And for a couple of days, it's great. I love it. But mm-hmm. somewhere around the third or fourth day, I heard myself say, I make $20,000. And I remember thinking to myself, uh, yeah, right, Anne. You've never even made $200 at a business, and now you think you're going to make 20000 Get real. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. the little voices, the negative, ch- you know, chatter in my head. And unfortunately, I listened to that voice. And I believed right. it, and I thought, there's no way I can make 20000 So I decided, okay, what's realistic? Get real. What's realistic? And I came up with the number 5000 Now, not honestly that I thought I could make 5000 but let's just put it this way. I needed 5000 or we might be going to jail for not paying our bills. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah. I decided to lower the number, make it more realistic, 5000 Yeah, maybe, maybe I could do that. But here's the deal. The thought of having to go back and re-record to change one word. Are you kidding? Like, mm-hmm. I'm way too lazy to do that. <laughs> so my lazy self said, look, Ann, you know when you're going to say 20000 on the tape, just vocally say 5000 And so that's what I did. So if you would have seen me back in the 80s, we didn't have iPods. We had Walkmans. Yes, right. Yeah. Yeah. So I had this fancy Walkman, and I would have been walking down the street listening to it, you know, pushing my kids in their stroller. Okay, here it comes. 5,000. And I would have vocally (laughs) said 5,000 over the 20,000. Yes. And and that's what I did. And it worked really good for about two more weeks. And somewhere around the second or third week, as you can imagine, listening to the same thing over and over, I started daydreaming. I started checking out, thinking about my grocery yeah. list. Like, you know, it's like reading a book and 10 pages later you're like, uh, I was yeah, thinking about right. something and you have to start over. Well, that's right. what happened. And I remember panicking, calling my dad's coach and just saying to him, look, I, I, I'm doing your silly creed thing. He called it the creed. And, and I just have a question. How do I concentrate? How are my goals going to be accomplished if I can't concentrate for 10 minutes? And he went into some big scientific explanation about, oh, did you record it to the music? And I said, mm-hmm. yeah, I did. And mm-hmm. why? Mm-hmm. And, and that's when he told me all this scientific thing. Oh, it puts you in alpha. It's so many Hertzels, blah, blah, blah. And all of it went right over my head. Right. I had no idea what an alpha or a Hertzel was or anything <laughs> it was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just bottom-lined it, and he's like, look, just keep listening. It's going to work. So needless to say, I kept listening, and s- sometimes I was so focused. Okay, here it comes. 5,000. 
You know, I was concentrating, mm-hmm. trying to change mm-hmm. the word. And mm-hmm. other times I was daydreaming, checked out, not even thinking about it. Right. And so I didn't say 5,000 and my subconscious heard 20,000. So I hope you guessed the end of my story. I'm going to wrap <laughs> it up here. I made $19,500. Oh, my gosh. You got the 500, didn't Just you? Just a few hundred dollars <laughs> short. And, and, and this is kind of what happened. I mean, I mean, I was beside myself excited because I had almost doubled our income. And my husband said to me, you should put a zero on the back of that for next year. You know, I mean, he's he's teasing me, saying, oh, yeah, you know, 200000 next year. And I'm like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. But I started thinking about it, and I thought, huh, I wonder if it would work. I mean, what if I could sell three products? What if I could wholesale and retail? What if my husband could go, go do more craft shows than just me? Right. So I created a new one, and just for an experiment, I went for 100000 in 1990. And I yes. made $94,000 that year. Oh, my. My husband quit his job, started working with me. I almost <laughs> said for me, but with me. Uh, and yes. within about three years after that, we actually hit seven figures in our business um, or over a million dollars in our gourmet food business. Right. Well, we know that, that the the uh, alpha wave was changing your your subconscious, correct? Right. Yeah. That's what it's really doing. If you can get the subconscious under control, then that's going to take the messages directly into your reprogramming your brain. So it's, am I saying that right, Anne? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that, that you, you work at an energy level that allows that to become real. Correct? Yep. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, let, let me just, I'll just kind of explain it. I mean, kind of what this whole thing is. So, you know, if I had to nutshell, okay, what's a life vision? I mean, you know, a lot of you just heard the story, but, you know, people are going, okay, why does it work? Mm-hmm. And so this is kind of like what I say. You know, some people define life vision. Like, what is it? Oh, it's kind of like a minutely detailed personal mission statement. I'm sure they snagged that from Covey or something. Or, you know, a, a declaration of intent. But, Life vision is about two things. It's clarity and focus. Now, the clarity part, when I say clarity, I'm talking minute clarity. That one-and-a-half-page life vision, for me, has turned into a 10-page typed life vision. Mm -hmm. So it's not just the what, but it's the when, the by-when, the how, the emotion, the motivation, all of that. So, again, 10 pages. I mean, you can imagine how much clarity. But the focus part, that's what you're talking about right here. You know, again, people have heard the story, but what do I mean by focus? Again, it's, you know, the power of it's it's your own listening to it, the recording, the music, the daily repetition, all of that. So I'm going to go over that. Just maybe just for one more minute and explain that in a little bit more detail. Okay, but we... We, okay. We're going to have to go to break. So you, okay. can you do that when we come back? Because yeah, that way be we won't be to. interrupted yeah. again. But that's really a good, the clarity and the focus uh, is really what we need to direct our thoughts in our future. So, yeah, that's great. So we will be back with Ann Webbs, and she will be sharing more about vision.
We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break. Get ready for Wise Up Radio, leveraging your learning, leadership, and legacy with Donna Kimbrand, the edgy evolutionary, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you're an entrepreneurial leader or visionary, stay ahead of your game with insights, tools, and strategies that give you the thought leader's edge. Each week, join Donna and her guests as she'll ask the edgy questions, help you discover game-changing shortcuts to better thinking and learning, how to explore the ripple effects of leadership excellence, and how to create your life as a living legacy, where the legacy you leave is the life you live. As thought leaders, you need strategies to help you enjoy the confidence and thrill of riding the wave of rapid change. For more on Donna, check out her website, GameChangerThinking.com. Then join the conversation and sharpen up your wits on Wise Up Radio with Donna Kimbrand, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Mobile is the future, and the future is now. Listen in each week, Tuesdays, 4 to 5 Central, to Brilliant Mobile Marketing with your host, Mobile Mary, as we simplify the hottest marketing channel, Mobile Marketing, and share secrets on how you can use mobile to be more brilliant, be more profitable, and have more fun in your industry. Join us each week to learn from brilliant business leaders on how to simply and easily capture a list of raving fans and turn them into loyal customers. This show will help business owners, authors, and speakers realize their own brilliance by tapping into the insights of fellow brilliant business leaders. We will also showcase brilliant tools, both traditional and digital, that will make you more brilliant in everything you do. Don't miss your date with Brilliant Mobile Marketing and your host, Mobile Mary, America's mobile marketing expert, as she shares her success strategies every Tuesday from 4 to 5 Central. Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. We are talking with Ann Webb, and she has been telling us about creating your life vision. So, Ann, getting back into our topic as we left before the break, what is a life vision Yeah, let's go over that just one more time, and I'll be brief on this. But, you know, by definition, again, some of my clients call it a minutely detailed personal mission statement. It could be called a declaration of intent. But when it comes down to it, it's about two things, clarity and focus. So, again, when I say clarity, I'm talking minute clarity, not just the what, but the when, the by when, the how, the action plan, emotion, motivation. And, and I, think I, I think we might have time. I can give you an example of that in a minute because I really want people to wrap their mind around this. But what do I mean by focus? That's kind of where we left off. Mm -hmm. Again, you heard the story. Record it in your own voice with a certain kind of music and then listen to it every day. So I'm going to go over that in just a little bit more detail. You know, some people are intrigued by why do you record it? Okay, well, Mm -hmm. a couple of reasons, because that's how it imprints onto your subconscious. Okay, in other words, the listening of the recording is what changes the neural pathways in your brain. Um, And again, you know, that's kind of a a very simplistic way of saying it, but literally, and I'll talk about the music in, in, in just 
a second. But the second reason that we record it is a much more practical reason. Because I, as I mentioned, mine's 10 pages. If oh. I had to read that every day, do you think I would? No. <laughs> no. I mean, but no. if, I can, if I can listen to it while I'm multitasking, you know, exercising, driving in the car, something like that, it's a much easier habit to develop. Okay? And then yeah. there's the whole point in your own voice. Now, I don't know how many people know this, but your voice is your most believable voice. It's the one you've heard your entire life. It's the one you trust, the one you believe. Now, I've had people go, I don't know about that. Mm -hmm. And I go, no, really, think about it. Think about all that negative self-talk you've bought into. Yep, for the last 20 years. Yep, you believed Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you compare the results from like a generic affirmation CD that someone else records in their voice saying, you know, generic specific or generic, you know, affirmations, this is like a hundred times more powerful. And then we use this certain kind of music, super or accelerated learning music, or even Baroque, because that's what puts your brain and your body into a certain state called alpha. Mm. And again, you know, I mean, if people have heard of like the Mozart effect, you know, when moms play Mozart for their babies so they can learn faster and their kids while they're doing their homework, the the idea, it's the same idea and the same principle. And then, of course, just listening to it once a day. I mean, getting, you know, focusing on it so it's in the front of your brain instead of on a legal pad stuck in a drawer that you're never going to look at again. Correct. So, yeah. again, you know, again, a really super short flyover, but that that's really why it works. Yeah, that's really good and clear yeah. for for people to hear. Now, you were going you were talking about you had an example. And what would that be? How Oh, yeah. So, let me I think what we'll do, let me just <clears throat> let me just start with like relationships. Um, you know, because you can, I mean, you've heard the story about me using it for money, but mm-hmm. again, it's not just a money thing. I mean, people have used this for health and fitness. They've, they've used it for relationships. So let's talk about relationships. You know, people can use this to improve close relationships with family, friends, social skills, like being a better listener, accepting others. Now, when I train this, <clears throat> we always go through, you know, all the different pieces, but I always ask this question. You know, how many of you want to be in a relationship but aren't? Mm-hmm. And at one of my workshops, um, this guy named Jason raised his hand. And he participated in, you know, in my program like last January. And within six weeks, he literally found the girl of his dreams. Mm-hmm. He'd been divorced for a couple of years and was pretty lonely, yet a little bit wary of, you know, again, being in a relationship that wasn't right. But six months later, in June of that in this year, um, well, that was a year ago, Jason got married. And I can assure you this time he got it right. So people always say to me, okay, how did he do it? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to read a little bit of what he put into his life vision. So he said this, I have the perfect combination, or no, I have the perfect companion who I love unconditionally. She is so beautiful. We share the same love for health, outdoor activities, personal development, and spirituality. We have a deep connection physically, so um, emotionally, and spiritually. We have the same financial philosophies and abundant paradigm. She's kind and generous. We are supportive of each other's businesses and the principles that we teach our clients. 
we push each other to excel and grow in life and business, and we complement each other and make each other better. We have the perfect combination of independence, freedom, respect, and reliance. She loves me for who I am. Each week we have a scheduled date night where we go out to a nice dinner, movie, or enjoy an activity together. This allows us to spend quality time focusing on us as a couple. She is my best friend. And then the most important sentence he wrote, and I attract this person by exemplifying all of these qualities in my own life. Uh, so, yeah. you know, pretty amazing to find, you know, your soulmate using life vision. And I will tell you that I have had 57 clients that I know of get married using a, a life vision. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I can wow. remember I'm in my notes, like I in some of my, one of my talks I gave, it said, and I've had six clients and I'm like, oh, plus 50. <laughs> You know, over the years, because I tell that story and people are like, oh, I think maybe I'm going to try that. So yeah. it's kind of cool. Yeah, but uh, now that vision, that vision was written beautifully. So is it a process that one goes through to, I mean, it, it seems so complete covering everything. So in training with you, does somebody write a rough one and then come back and work on it or... How does it get? You know to be what? So- it's kind of an ever-evolving process, but <laughs> you know, you start out with just identifying, okay, what do I want? I mean, really, mm-hmm. what do I want, and why do I want it? <laughs> and then, you know, then you set up some kind of an action plan, if appropriate. I mean, obviously, not everything you want has an action plan, but a lot of things do. Yeah. And so, and so, it's it's kind of asking yourself, okay, what do I want in detail? How do how will it make me feel? What will it give me? And what can what are some steps I can take to making sure that I can have this happen in my life? Uh-huh. So very very crystal clear. It's much more clear than like an, a generic affirmation. You know, yes. I'm worthy of loving and fulfilling relationships. Right. Okay, you know, yeah. I mean, like what the heck does that even mean? Right. But when you can talk like this, like that example. I mean, yeah. the guy's pretty Beautiful. clear on what he wants and yeah. what he's looking for. Yeah. Okay, but in terms of, like, evolving, yes, you start out with it, you, you feel like, okay, this is pretty good, this is good, and then you record it. Mm-hmm. At some point, you know, down the road, it is going to be out of date. Like, either right. you changed your mind, you already got the goal. I mean, I, I talk, talk about... I mean, and maybe we'll get into this on, you know, the, after the next break. But, like, for me, I put in there that, you know, I can't wait to go to Africa. Mm-hmm. Well, I can only listen to that for so long after I get home from Africa. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, been there, done that. We need to change this thing, you know. Yes. So, so sometimes you change it because you accomplished it. Sometimes, you know, you're... You need to change the wording. Sometimes you don't want it anymore. There's a, a bunch of reasons why you go through kind of this, you know, updating it and refining it. But I always usually tell people, don't get stuck in the perfectionist trap because that will kill the whole thing. Oh, you're just waiting for it to be perfect because in right. reality, one of these life visions is never completely 100% perfect. You know, right. there's always going to be yeah. something you forgot, some words you stumbled on while you were reading it, something that wasn't grammatically correct. Who knows? But it, mm-hmm. it kind of doesn't matter. I look at my first life vision and go, wow, that was probably the worst <laughs> life vision I've ever written, and it still worked. 
the word. Well, tell us if you will. Share with my listeners how they could get more, find out more information about you, like your yeah, website. And, and well, I'll, I'll give you a couple things. I'll give you my my regular email, and I'll give you my um, which is Ann, Ann dot web w e b b at ideal life vision dot com. So that's my website. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And web and dot web at and my website is idealifevision.com. But I also have a specific program, and you might and people can write this one down. I do have a home study course, and it's just um, it's a hundred like one hundred and fifty dollars is all, and I walk people through this entire process. There's videos, audios, samples, dozens of samples, which in my opinion are important. And so more information on that at createalifevision.com, createalifevision.com slash ILV program. Oh. For ILV is Ideal Life Vision, but ILV program. So anyway, and that's just, I mean, again, you know, I have a, I've been training this. I've trained, you know, tens of thousands of people over the years, and it's working. The, the good news is it doesn't just work for me. It's working for right. for all of them, and they're having great success. And so I came up with a system that literally walks you through step by step because it can be a little bit of an overwhelming project, as you can mm-hmm. imagine. Mm-hmm. Like, what do I want in my life, and how do I you know, write it all out? Right. Now, but you don't do one-on-one coaching. It's all group through this this right i either do yeah i right now i do include calls in that program so it's kind yeah. of a group coaching but yes. at the same time i do stay on the phone answer everyone's questions until they're done and mm-hmm. then if they need and um, this isn't for a really small and i really a small additional fee i can go through and give feedback on it and oh, that's because yeah. you know if people are like well did i do it right i'm like mm-hmm. we'll send it in and I can give you some pointers on it. So. Oh yeah, that would be real, really yeah. helpful. So about normally, do you start these every so often, or? You know what? It's continuous. People can oh. jump in like yeah. every week. So what I do is my classes, like this okay. week I'm doing. Sorry, I shouldn't have asked that question, Anne, okay. because we're just about off to a break. But we'll yeah. be back okay. with Ann Webb talking about life vision and how she has created another project, giving back. We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm Free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. 
For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be, I'm Free, with Minister Diane Jones, Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet.com. Have you been laid off, fired, downsized, right-sized, or re-engineered out of a job? Are you unemployed or anticipate that possibility? Then tune in for Successfully Unemployed, hosted by Alan Sherwood, MBA, president of Sherwood Consulting Service. Successfully Unemployed will provide you a hope-filled and comprehensive approach to the job search process from an author who's experienced it all. Alan and his guests will cover all dimensions of a job search, physical tasks, mental attitude, emotional health, even one spiritual perspective. All must be integrated in order for a person to be successfully unemployed so they can then be successfully employed. This show is designed to help you move forward from job loss to finding or creating more fulfilling work. For more on Alan Sherwood, MBA, and the show, check out his website, SuccessfullyUnemployed.com. Then join us for Successfully Unemployed with Alan Sherwood, MBA. Thursday nights at 8, 7 central here on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. We've been visiting today with Ann Webb. Uh, who has created Life Vision, her uh, coaching business. And she has shared with us the process of writing your life vision. And so it's been an awesome hour with you, Anne, just to, to hear the success of doing this process and how it can change our life, how it can balance our life. And we can really have those things that we thought were out of our reach. So one of the things that in reading your information I was drawn to is that you have a way of giving back, and uh, that is through work in Kenya. Right. So how did that come about? Well, it's been an interesting couple of months, and it's very recent, actually. Um, I started, so, a well, Going back a few years ago, I went to India, and what I do is I certify um, coaches that teach Ideal Life Vision. So they come through a process with me. That can be, if you're interested, again, you can email me or find out more about that on my website. But I certify them to basically do what I do, and then we go to, we went to India for a couple of years and trained Life Vision. Mm-hmm. And it was great. And and then I thought, I wonder if, you know, what about Africa? And so a year ago, um, just barely a year ago from right now, I got back from my first trip in Africa, and it was amazing. I mean, it was so great. But, and, and we trained like a high school. Um, I think that's about the only training we did. But I met this guy when I was there on safari, and he asked me what I did, and I told him I was a life coach. And as you can imagine, the Afri- the Africans like well I've heard of a soccer coach but I've never heard of a life coach and so I gave him my program for free 
Yes. And we we actually lost communication because obviously, you know, they don't have really strong, you know, internet and and that yeah. kind of communication. Mm-hmm. But uh, but finally, we 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 did connect on Facebook and I told him I was coming back this year in April and mm. he said, "Are you coming to train it? I'd like to know more. I'd yeah. like to see you." And and little did I know, so we met up. And he sat down and told me the story of what had happened to him in the last year because of his life vision. He went oh. from the cashier, from being the clerk in the gift shop to running the entire safari camp. He started oh. a business. Yeah. He um, bought a camera and started taking pictures and selling them to mm-hmm. um, people that were on safari. And the cutest one, he said, was... He said, you talk about how we should go on a date night. And he said, I, I don't know what a date night is, so I Googled it. And it, said, and it said, you should hold your wife's hand and take her out to dinner and tell her um, nice things and tell her how beautiful she is. <laughs> and I just thought that was so funny. And he goes, and so I did do it. I did go on a date night, and I did all those things. And he goes, and I'm here to tell you life vision works because now she calls me honey. <laughs> Oh, it was the cutest story. But anyway, I invited him to help teach with me and my coaches, yes. and he got it. And he st- and he started teaching, and the people, because he could culturalize it to them, and it wasn't just yes. some American entrepreneurs coming in yes. trying to tell the Kenyans how to live their life, right. he was able to tell his story, and they really warmed up to him. And so I said to him, I want to hire you. What do you think? Can I steal you away from the safari business? And he said, Uh if the price is right. And he was kidding, but yeah. (laughs) And so I hired him, and then I ended up hiring three more Maasai warriors. I mean, if you even know what that is, it's the most primitive culture in the world. They they still hunt lions with Mm -hmm. a spear in one hand, and in their other hand, they're actually texting and Facebooking me. (laughs) It's a very surreal thing how they live in mud huts and dung huts. But in the last 60 days, I've hired these four coaches, and they're literally training about five to 600 people a week. And it's, it's, it's literally blowing me away. I mean, and, and they're, you know, I'm, I had to have my heart softened a little because, I mean, obviously there's nothing in this for me. No one can pay to get life coached in Africa. They, they yes. you know, they can barely afford to eat. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a give back for me to to pay a salary to these four coaches. Mm-hmm. But the thrill that I get from it is, I mean, I would, it, it's the biggest joy in my life by far because, you know, I have a thousand African friends and I, I do on Facebook <laughs> and I talk to them every day and the, the results that they're getting and the hope they have right. because they felt hopeless and they're like, I can do this. I can set goals and achieve them and make my life better. And so that's kind of what oh, it's about yeah. with me is just let's yeah. start with the hope. And then I also to help them with microloans and, and scholarships and things like that as well. Well, does the um, there's not a language barrier at all? You know what they they actually speak um, a couple languages. Um, they learn English in school, so okay. Thankfully, they most of them do know. Now, not all the women, unfortunately, went to school, and so some of them I do have to have a translator. They speak yeah. Swahili or their local tribal language. 
but I usually have enough people that surround me. I mean, I'm laughing today because the pastor at this big, huge congregation of a thousand people contacted me yesterday to ask me if I would come and preach life vision at the church <laughs> when I came next time. Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. Getting a message there. But yeah. So you're teaching both men and women together because sometimes I know in some countries they separate the two, but they yeah, allow they, I always ask, usually it's the men that want to come, and I always ask that they bring the women too. Yeah. So, yeah. But, but when the women come frequently, I do have to have a translator. Not always, but um, in fact, I just am hiring this week a, a woman that's going to teach the women that... Um, how to speak English because I think it's important because they're you know they make beads and they sell jewelry to mm-hmm. tourists that come on safari and I'm like you really need to know English so I'm I hired a teacher for them so oh, it's just I'm great. really really connected and really drawn to this um, Maasai community in Kenya yeah uh, I'm curious though how a Maasai warrior would make that transition because it's so. It almost seems um, really quite different for them, a challenge yeah, almost. It's, it, 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 it actually wasn't as big of a transition as I believed it would be. They, you know, I mean, they're really into their families. They, they believe in God. They're very spiritual. So when I tell them to write a spiritual section, mm-hmm. um, it, it, it's, it's natural for them. I will tell you one interesting thing is these illiterate women, one of my coaches, and again, he's, he, his heart was softened, and mm-hmm. he started writing all their life visions down. And I said, mm-hmm. what's the point of writing the life vision down if they can't read it? And he said, wow. oh, you're right. Let me think of a solution. And ultimately, he taught, he came back with the solution. He said, I've taught these women in these villages to sing their life vision every night before they go to bed. And he told me that as he he slept in his hut, he said, I can hear the voices of these women rise through the village of them all singing their life vision. Oh, that that gives me chills. That's just so special. Yeah, that's really special. Yeah. But they'd all be different visions. Yeah, yeah, they're all different. So they're singing it actually to commit it to memory that's kind of the point because he's like look i can't read you your life vision every day i don't have time so turn it into a song and sing it and to, you know to commit it to your memory so that's what they're doing which you know kind of pulls in the music thing their own voice you know that kind of thing and he i mean they're loving it i mean i i I hardly dare get on Facebook anymore with just all these little kind of broken English, you know, life visions uh-huh. changing my uh-huh. world, you know, kind of messages. So, Right. And do they, are they in, I guess my question is about the Baroque music. I mean, it's better than nothing, right? It's so better it, than nothing, right? They're, yeah. they're not recording to Baroque. Even, right. I mean, most of them are, a lot of them have phones and they are recording, um, but they aren't recording to the music. Only a few of them are. Some of them really, you know, are more kind of upper middle class, middle class, and they have access to that. But they right. actually have to have access to a computer. Mm. But you probably know this, that even in third world developing countries, almost everyone has a cell phone and right. almost everyone's on Facebook. <laughs> even right. out in the middle of the jungle where you would go, really? You have a cell phone and they pull it out from their Maasai clothes and, you're, yeah, and right. they have a spear in the other hand. So, 
And we are coming to the end of our hour, and I cannot tell you how how enlightening, how full of this this whole program has been delightful. And a reminder to me, and also a an introduction to my listeners of the possibilities that we have to create an ideal life, what each one of us has had promised to them that we can have an ideal life. So I thank you very much for giving me your time today. It's been wonderful. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. It's been great. It's been great to connect with you again and Mm -hmm. to share, you know, my passion. Yeah. Um, And I assume that the future is with Africa in, in our, we only have a, two minutes. I would be so curious to know about what you would be doing, but um, I hope uh, you'll come back again to share your future with us, and uh, I just appreciate all the work that you're giving to not only local citizens, but to the African and helping develop their worlds over there, where they desperately need a promise of a better life. Right. So. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's great work. So anyway, I thank you today. This, if you are interested in touching um, Anne's world, it's um, again her website is. Oh, I can't even give it to you. But re-listen to the show, and Anne, I appreciate. We will put it on the Facebook page of Second Wind, so that you can get this information and go directly to her if you're interested in doing some of her work. So thank you for being with us today. Remember, your life can be what you want it to be. And Anne has shown you the way. But get a coach and delve that, put that into your life to help you move forward. Thanks for being with us today. And I hope you have a great week. And start with your vision. Thank you for joining us on today's edition of Second Wind. Join us again next week at the same time as Joyce and her guests share strategies of growth and renewal. You'll learn how to attain goals and dreams and create the life you want to live to its fullest.